0: What's up everybody, Sagi here and I am super psyched to be here with you today and today we're going to talk about time. How do we find the time? I know it's something that we all struggle with but especially if you have a day job and other commitments in your life or if you have like in a service-based business and you're feeling your stretch too thin but you still know that you gotta do something extra you know whether it is building your brand or even whether it is like getting into the hobbies you are like getting... I don't know, doing what you want to do in life and you feel you don't have time. So how do you find the time? Now I'm going to talk about it in the direct relation to building your brand because I think that as creative entrepreneurs, it's one of the most important things that we can do in creating content as part of building your brand. And usually when I talk to people, one of the main kind of like backfires that I get is like, ah, but it's like, you know what? I feel I don't have time. And you know what? I'm the same. Like we all have 24 hours in a day. So... Let's dig deep into what is time and how can we manage it and how can we make it better for ourselves. Yo, yo, what's up, creative entrepreneurs? Sagi here and welcome to the Mindful and Ruthless podcast. The podcast where we'll talk about online businesses, personal branding, marketing, storytelling, blogging, high achievement, mindfulness, relationships, productivity, and so much more. Everything we need in order to build a life of impact, in order to build a full stack life. First of all, I wanna say something. I think that the illusion like the the whole feeling of time is an illusion. We tend to feel busy, but you know what? We're not really busy. Like we tend to think that we're like at one hundred percent capacity of our time. But you know what? We're definitely not. You know who is? Elon Musk, right? I mean, this guy (laughs) managing Tesla and his other companies like solar companies and like all the mini companies that he opens along the way. And freaking SpaceX, like, you know, flying rockets to space, like on a mission to populate Mars. That's pretty crazy. This guy is 100%, you know, time capacity wasted, I guess. So just know that we're not at 100% of our capacity in terms of time. It's all an illusion. Now, another example that I got for you is like uh, people that are entrepreneurs, very successful entrepreneurs that we all follow, like thought leaders, you know, like influencers, we tend to think they're like, these guys are super, super busy. They have like a whole, like, so much like to get done in a day like way more than the average person but still we tend to see them with their families and we tend to see them all the time on stories on instagram right like they have like a lot of like we're just like we barely have time to post a story oh man like uh, another story but then you we get into like following them we get into their instagram stories and you see the feed like like you know crazy right i mean again Time is an illusion and we can control it and we can understand that it's just an illusion. We all have time, but in order to really like maximize the time and the capacity that we have for ourselves, we need to understand and study two things. So one, we have to study the effectiveness of humans with time. And when I say humans, I mean like humans in general and us also like study ourselves like in our effectiveness and like in in time. So we can only do mass, do so much at any given frame of, of time, right? Like, for instance, we all have 24 hours, and we need to sleep some of it. Some of us get to sleep more. Some of us get to sleep less. But you know what? We all need to sleep seven to eight hours. Like, it's just like we need that. So then we are left with not a lot of time during the day to get so much done, right? And we need to eat. We need to commute a lot of the times. So Basically, we're left with this amount of time, but we can get a lot done in just a very small time frame. I'll give you an example. When I was in the army, and I know JLD talks about it as well, he was also a veteran. And when I was in the army uh, here in Israel, when I was in boot camp, in boot camp, they make you run all over the place. They're just like, two minutes, you're by that tree. And like, you know, um, I don't know, like three minutes, you're at the other end of the base, like, you know, waiting for us at the cafeteria. Like, it's like so much, so many Running around so much, like, and you're like, Oh my god, we're just like three minutes, we're here, two minutes, we're here, five minutes, we're here. Like, by the time 6 a.m. comes in the morning, you've done so much, you're like, Oh my god, you've done most more of more like that than the average. Person on Earth, like so. It's just a matter of understanding that everything can be done in such a short period of time, and also everything can be practiced. So one of the things we practice at boot camp, they made us practice uh, folding the tents. So you wake up in the morning, and then the first thing you have to do, like you got a couple minutes to fold up the tents, and then basically, like at the beginning, it took us all like you know uh, five to ten minutes folding everything. Like it took a lot of time, and then. When we got better, it took us about like two minutes, like two minutes and that's it. Like the tents are folded. Like, so basically you understand that with practice, you can very much increase your, your way of working with time. Like it's, like it's all a matter of workflows. It's a matter of, of practicing it again and again and again and working smart. So I want to talk about a concept that actually Tony Robbins brought up and it's called NET no extra time. So he's talking about like, whenever you have a spare time, some, you have tons of spare time during the day, you should find something to do that will take you towards personal growth. So for instance, you're just on a break right now, you know, from you on a lunch break, but you know, it's, you're making your way from the restaurant that you were at back to the office. You got at least like, I don't know, like a five minute walk. Where are you going to do that five minute walk? So you can listen to podcasts and like get smarter, or you can call a friend that you haven't talked to for a while, or you can you know record a podcast. So you know it's like you can do so much. So you can do a lot in that time frame and in a very short time frame. I remember when I was in design school and uh, everybody was like kind of like in student mode and really whenever there was a break, they went downstairs and there was like always beer stands and stuff like that. They were like drinking beer, talking, like networking, just you know being students, I guess. And I was always working. I was like, I was telling myself like design school is not enough in order to be a good designer in the market. And I, so I worked, I had clients. So in between the breaks, I went to client meetings. Like if I had an, an hour window between like one class to another, I used to schedule meetings with clients in the cafe next, next to the college. And if there was like even 15 minutes, I wouldn't go downstairs to the cafeteria. I would actually stay in class, open my laptop and like get some emails done or at least like some something small done towards the next break that I have. And so no extra time. That's like one great concept. And The question is, but what if you got to get into the zone, right? Like if we want to build a brand, we need to create content. In order to create content, we have to be in the zone. We have to really write. We have to uh, make sure that we get in the zone to create like creative work, I guess, right? We're all creative. If we want to build a website, you know, for ourselves, a blog, and if we want to do all these technical stuff, we need more than fifty minutes right? We need like an hour. What about that? So first of all, we need to understand, again, the effectiveness of time. So in order to get into the zone, we need to understand this. Usually, if we're, we have some tasks that we're doing, we, it takes us about like 30 minutes to get into the zone. A great book that discusses this is, I think, The One Thing or something like that. I think it's The One Thing, if I'm not mistaken. There's also another one, I think, called Flow. Anyways, it's just a matter of being effective it's a matter of like knowing that when you have a task it will take you from about 15 to 30 minutes to just get into the zone get into flow and then every smallest the tiniest interruption will take you out of that zone will completely take you off the zone it doesn't matter whether you even had to go to the to the bathroom for a second right like or if you like or if you had a, what, like a notification a Messenger like, or a phone call. Even if you didn't pick up, that pretty much messed with your mind and now you're out of flow. So you have to set yourself up for success when you're doing that and you have to make sure that you're on airplane mode when you want those larger chunks of work. Airplane mode, no interruptions. Don't say yes to anybody who interrupts you. If you're in the office, just like, go away, people. Just like, let me be. Maybe find a side office where nobody can bug you. That's very, very important because if you don't have that, you don't have flow. I think that open spaces in startup, in all all those kind of like, you know, working spaces, I think they actually really mess up your productivity. So we need to understand that and we need to set ourselves up for success in the way that we know that 30 minutes it takes to get into flow and it takes the smallest interruption to get out of that flow. And then we need another 15 to 30 minutes to get into flow and that sucks, right? But then again, we need to find the time to create content and find flow, right? Even if we have the whole day full of interruptions and full of a work that we need to find flow in. So where do we find our flow to create content, to create, to do that extra thing, to do that side hustle, to build our brand? So when I was like in similar web back then and working at a startup, I was a design director, like super demanding job. Back then I I had like two kids already and I was commuting from Tel Aviv to Arcelia, my hometown. And was like, so having like, I had two side projects. I had Hacking UI, which is an international design blog and Pixel Perfect, my local design blog. So it's like two newsletters, two podcasts, two blog like two blogs where I write. Uh, sponsor activities and all this like stuff besides being a design director, a father to two and a husband to my wife, and also trying to have hobbies like you know my martial arts and all this stuff that I love to do. Where do I find the time to write so what I did is this: I had one day a week where Like on Fridays, I had like a chunk of time where um, I'll talk about it later, but basically like it was like ongoing work and a lot of like micro chunks. But in order to write, I had one day a week, only one day a week where I commuted from work to my city and I had a one hour window from the time that my ride could drop me off near my home and until I had to pick up my girl from daycare and then at that one hour window, I just found a coffee place, the closest I could to my home. And I just sat there for one hour. I took my phone, put it in an airplane mode and just, you know, ordered a coffee and then got into the zone. I just like, not, no interruptions. I didn't let anybody bug me in that one hour. Nobody. I just sat down and write and, and like started writing. And you know what, like you don't get an article done in an hour. You just never do that. So How did I get articles done? So first of all, believe this, that if you have one hour a week, then probably in about like less than two months, you have a great, great, great article. If you just dedicate that one hour to write, right? So one hour a week to create some piece of content. Awesome. Then you're like, you're gold. You have a very good article once in two months. And that's a start. Later on, you can do more, right? Now, think about getting those articles consistently out into the public, into the world. And that's how you build your brand. Those articles that I put out, they were really, really good. There's a whole, of course, other thing after you publish your article to promote it, right? Uh, I'm gonna talk about some of that tomorrow in the training. But in general, the thing about this article is like it's, it was out. And now you're asking me probably like, uh, or you might think that, wait, what if one week, you know, I'm, I'm writing this article about this topic and the other week I don't feel like writing about that topic anymore. Like, I'm like, oh, I want to write about something else because I only have one hour a week and we're visionaries, we're creators, right? We have so many ideas. So I want to introduce to you something called the dotted line principle. The dotted line principle is it actually came, like I read an article that said it was developed from back when Tupac was in the studio. And so Tupac used to just show up. That's what he did. He showed up at the studio. He worked his ass off, just came every day, showed up at the studio and recorded songs, like lyrics, but he didn't record just like one single hit. And then like, you know, went on a break, came back, recorded another hit. And he didn't let just like work on one song at a time. He worked on all the time, like on a couple songs at a time, recording a couple songs at a time, just because it was like his creative flow and At the end of the day, because he was showing up every single day and doing that work, right? Then all the songs got, you know, there was an album at the end of the, you know, whatever period of time. So because, again, it wasn't a matter of like jumping so much. It's just a matter of like letting your creative flow carry you and carry your content out into the world. All right. So that's called the dotted line principle. And that means basically you can write about one topic one week, just start another topic on the other week. You can work on a couple of articles simultaneously, even though you're not writing so much every week. It's okay because we're creative and we need to have like the inspiration to write what we're writing about. So remember the dotted line principle. It's okay to write it. A couple of articles, like, you know, at any given time, if you want to, or like work on a couple of pieces of content, for instance, like, or whatever you're thinking of. Okay. So it's okay. And just trust that you're going to get back and be sure to get back to that one article that you started in order to finish. Don't just leave open ends. All right. Like just like, you know, and don't work on too many things at once, of course, because otherwise you wouldn't get things done. If you want to get one article, at least in two months out into the world, then you definitely need to not work on so many things at once. So remember the deadline principle. It served me well. I hope it will serve you well as well. So anyways, just remember it, but don't abuse it. <laughs> right? Cool. And I love Tupac. I grew up on Tupac. So. so we said we need to study our effectiveness as humans with time. But now the second thing is we need to study. And that's a, like the second and last thing we need to study, I think. Like it's our relationship with time. Now our relationship with time, we need to understand like, we all feel like we're too busy, right? Like we're so busy. Oh my God, we're busy. Like everybody we talk to at the office and, and the street or like, you know, relatives are like, uh, how how is life? Oh, busy. You know, right. I mean, everybody's so busy. So we tend to find some comfort in saying to others that we're busy. It's kind of like the norm. It's a standard and it's sad. It's very sad. Like, I don't want to be that busy person. I want you to dare not to be busy. Dare to say, oh, everything's great. And when others say they're busy, don't worry about it. Like, just don't, don't let it carry you into saying, oh, me too. So busy. Oh, man. You know, because that's kind of like, it just brings us down. We're not really busy. Okay. Going back to time is an illusion. Like, we're not really, really busy. It's just like complete bullshit. All right. So I want you to dare not to be busy. You know, also to, I want you to dare your, like to challenge your relationship with time. And understand, like, think of time in abundance, right? It's the same with money, by the way. If we think of money in abundance, money will come flowing at us. And when we think about money like it's limited and we don't have a lot, then we will keep not having a lot of money. Same thing with time. Time comes and goes, but we can control it and we can definitely, like, see it in abundance and make sure that everything we want to get done in this world gets done. All right? And uh, it's achievable. We know it is. We saw people doing it before us. We're seeing people around us all the time doing it. So we can control time. And But there's a thing, there's a catch. You cannot be a perfectionist. Done is better than perfect. If you're a perfectionist, you'll never get anything done. So I want you to find the time. And whenever you have something that is like a time challenge, think about okay, if I'm just taking my perfectionist self out of myself, and I know we're creatives. Most of us are creative entrepreneurs. Like we're people that are very perfectionist. We want everything to be great, but you know what? We definitely shouldn't. We need to make sure that we're letting go and skipping the obstacles that will prevent us from actually carrying out something beautiful into the world. And I have an example again. Back back when I was in similar web, I was a design director there, managing seven designers, an operation of three hundred and fifty people in the company. Like this, is like a huge company, and I was managing the whole design operation in the company. Super demanding job. Super demanding. Two kids that I got back home to everyone, like, in, every day and. And, you know, and there's two very, very small kids. One is a baby. The other one was uh, my older daughter. She was like two, two and a half. Two very, very small kids. And they demand a lot of attention. And my wife, obviously, it's a very challenging time for a marriage, right? When you have small kids and we need to find as much time as we can to, to build that relationship between us and to maintain it. And so... Besides that, sports and, you know, trying to live a life and kind of like watch Netflix every once in a while. So it was tough, right? Life was tough, but still I had two SAR projects. Like all I had, my Hacking UI International Newsletter, I had a Hacking UI, I had Pixel Perfect, both had newsletters, both had very active blogs. In in Pixel Perfect, I was actually managing like 10 editors that were just like writing content. And I was managing sponsors on both newsletters, like on both blogs, sponsors. And I was managing like the, the whole operation, like corporations, like people emailing, like, you know, audiences, like everything. And my podcast in Hacking UI was pretty successful. I was interviewing the best design directors from all over the world, like from Facebook and Airbnb. And like, you know, I wanted to have a successful design podcast in Hebrew here in Israel, in my local blog, Pixel Perfect. And I knew that I need to launch a podcast here in Israel, but I didn't have time. Where do I have the time? It's like, I'm stretched too thin. I don't have time. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll leave obstacles alone. So when can I find time to create a podcast, to record episodes? So I'm like, okay, I got it. I have one time a day where I'm basically not really effective and not doing something so smart with myself, which is walking my dog. And in that period of time, I can take my phone and I can get some kind of like call recorder and call someone from the industry and interview them and create amazing, an amazing podcast. But Sagi, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have sounds of cars passing you by on the street. Like Who would want to listen to that in an age where everybody's used to amazing mics on podcasts? And I said to myself that I got to get this thing out there and I don't care about the sound. People will forgive me. For the sound quality if the value that they're getting from the show is good enough and so that's what i did i actually called the podcast walking the dog and it was the first podcast in hebrew about design it took off like crazy. It was on the new and noteworthy of iTunes for like forever here in Israel. And people came up to me in conferences and were like, Oh my God, we heard your podcast. Can't believe we're talking to you now. And like, it was it like for all my years of blogging. And I know Pat Flynn has said this as well, a podcast, there's nothing like a podcast to really lift you high, like in terms of like brand quality or perception, value perception. So, because it's like this, like it's in your ears and you can really, so it's amazing. I really enjoy it. So I really benefited a lot from this and my audience benefited as well. I could serve them better by having long form content. Well, it wasn't so long form, but it was like, you know, 15, 20 minutes of me just like interviewing someone. You know what? My dog got to have longer walks because of that. It was great. And so I think this is an example of, getting over the obstacles and giving letting go of some of the obstacles and, and some of the qualities that you know you can have in your product as well when you have content let go of whatever you can't actually do you can't have the best graphic for your article don't worry like let it go like at least the article will be out like there are stuff you cannot skip but there's definitely things you can all right so think about what obstacles you can skip in order to get your message out to the world and I think that's a good way of thinking about your relationship with time. The, so the final thing I want to talk to you about is your loved one and expectations when you're having so much to do with your time, right? Because you still have them and you still need to dedicate the amount of time you want for them. So I'll say first up front, like for me, my family is my most important thing in the world. Like that's my core values, like family first. And I always had that value. Now it's actually written in my, in my vision. We're going to talk about that in training tomorrow, but it's written for me in the vision that my family comes first. So I have the blocks of time that I'm with them that I declare it on, uh, upon. And it's just like, it's in my calendar as blocks. That's it. So first of all, make sure that all your time with your loved ones, your family, your loved ones, like it's in your calendar as blocks. Because for instance, if you look at all your time you have in the week, like a jar, right? Like it's a big jar. And then you're like, okay, The time is sand, right? So you pour sand into the jar, but the important items you should see as rocks. You should like put those rocks in the jar, all right? However you want, and then when you pour the sand in, it will just fall be, you know, between the rocks. But the rocks are there; they're solid, and the rocks are the time, the most important things that you want to do with your time. And I see that as the time with my family. So it's it's the most important thing. And then when you have that thing, when you have a lot of things to do and you're very busy, then you should definitely just like set expectations with your family and loved ones. So for instance, when I launched Tacking UI, I knew that I needed, like, that's my second blog and I had similar web and like, I wasn't, uh, you know, working full time. And so I told my wife, I'm like, listen, honey, like I need six hours every beginning of the weekend. Just to work on hacking UI, at least six hours, if not more, to go to Tel Aviv, meet David, my partner back then, when the hacking UI, and work with him on the blog, and like manage sponsors and do technical stuff uh, on the blog, and like work on our software and everything. Like, so we need time to do that. And so I told her that, and you know, I declared my expectations. I told her, listen, it's for both of us. It's not for just for me. It's like it is for me as well. It's my personal development, and uh, but it's definitely for both of us. It's like It's gonna bring us income, and it has. Hacking UI flew us to France, it flew us to different parts of the world, it took us to nice restaurants because I had income coming from it. Basically we could fund a nanny For my kids back then because of you know because i had that extra income and there's nothing like a great side hustle that bring you extra income that can make you live the better lifestyle especially if you set expectations ahead of time but don't just like do stuff that are not expected and then again the second thing is like to build integrity you need to be that person that they can trust, your loved ones can trust. If you say you're going to be home at like six, be home at six. If you say you're going to be home at seven, be home at seven. I, I'm guilty as charged, like breaking that every once in a while. I'm getting better all the time. I can say that I'm so much better than, that, than when I was like, about like four or five years ago. It's just crazy how much I got better. And, and like, you know, being in full integrity with what I'm saying and carrying that out. And so always try to have maximum integrity and just do life, you're going to be late, just call up, say you're late. Like Don't just like let time fly. So be that person they can trust. It's very important. And the final thing I want to talk to you about uh, regarding that, your loved ones and stuff like that, it's like the switch, something I call the switch. So I try to practice the switch whenever I can. And that means that if I'm at work, I'm trying to be at work. If I'm with my family, I'm with my family. It usually goes to when I'm with my family, I'm with my family, because we all have our phones nearby and we all kind of like have that shiny object syndrome. We all also want to kind of like go and check our phones every once in a Oh my God, we just like launch an article. How about we check how it's going, how it's doing? How many likes it got? How many like, maybe you just like send another email. And sometimes our kids, when they're very small, they're not very intellectual, intellectually um, challenging for us. You know, I'm, I'm saying the truth here. Like it's especially in kids sometimes even even in like in restaurants when you're like sitting with your loved one at a restaurant and you like your phone in nearby turn it on airplane mode or just like flip it and just like be with the person you're with right that's the most important thing friends family it's like be with them practice the switch the switch is when you work you work and when you are with there you're when you're off work you're off work you know just like practice that switch it's a it's a great way to get mental clarity it's a great way to practice mindfulness so We said a couple of things about time, just to recap. Time is an illusion and we need, in order to control it, we need to master, we need to study our effectiveness as humans with time and also our relationship, challenge our relationship with time. And we also need to set expectations with our loved ones regarding what we want to do with with our time, because we have our vision, they have their vision, we need to kind of like always be in sync. So, See you tomorrow and have an amazing night, day, night, wherever you are in the world. I hope you enjoyed this piece and let me know what you think. Cheers. And it's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. The show notes for this episode will be available at mindfulandruthless.com slash podcast. And if you can, I would love to ask you for your help. It would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate this show on iTunes. As a way of saying thanks for your reviews, I will be giving away a prize once a month to one awesome person that left a great review. Are you that awesome person? All you have to do is just go to mindfulandruthless.com slash rate. This will launch iTunes in your device. Then all you have to do is scroll down to the bottom if you're on your iPhone or mobile device, or if you're on your laptop, just click the ratings and reviews tab up on the top of the screen. Simply rate the show and leave a review and you will automatically be enrolled in the chance to win a cool prize of the month. So, have an amazing day night, wherever you are in the world, and remember to always be mindful of your time, relationships, and wellbeing, and always be ruthless with your gut feeling, with your work ethics, and don't let anybody take you off your path, my friend.